What's up, bitches? Welcome to Manscape. Today's episode is brought to you by Gregory's Num Nums. They have gluten-free, cholesterol-free, and sugar-free treats. And today, my guest is Young Jacob. Him and I have been working at the Sprint store for about six months or so. He's a good dude. And we're just going to talk some shit and see, uh, see if we can unravel some pretty awesome topics. What's up, Jakey? Not much, man. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. How are you? Uh, how are you digging working in the whole retail life? I know that's not really your objective. Yeah, it's life. definitely not where I want to be, <laughs> or where I want to end up. I should say at least. Uh, I don't mind working on the job right now. It is bullshit at some times, so. though. Yeah, that's fair to say. For sure. Um, yeah. At least you have like a plan B. You have a way out. Yeah. Well, it's actually a plan A. Uh, sprint right now is my plan B until I. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm being honest. That's always bad. Retail definitely sucks, man. People have like no respect for human life when you're there, and it kind of makes me sick how much they enjoy their phones. Like back with flip phones, I feel like it was a totally different game. Now people like lose their shit if there's something wrong with their smartphone. Yeah, and that's kind of the thing is that you get people who are just so dependent upon them they can't imagine their life without it at the moment. Um, and I get that there's some people who, who really need it. Like, I sympathize with some of, like, the old ladies who come in and are like, my husband is sick, and if I can't get a hold of him, he could die. I'm like, well, that I get. But, you know, the kind of, like, the there's, parents who I just feel like they need to, they need access to their kids at all times and stuff like that, it's just bullshit, you know? They yeah. don't really need it as bad as they think they do. There's ways to make sure old men didn't die before smartphones came around. Yeah. So, it's called life alert, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's fair, yeah. I mean, I think just it comes with being retail, just dealing with people. Because I was in, today I had to go pay off some uh, money to Time Warner Cable, which is now just recently rebranded to Spectrum today. They, today? Today was the official thing, yeah. I no walked shit. in the store and that was like the big deal. Um, they were like handing out free water bottles and, by the way, they were handing out free water bottles and sunglasses today. Dead of winter, they're handing out sunglasses, which I thought was pretty good. Wow, Spectrum, Spectrum. way to yeah, fucking make it first impression. Uh, yeah, for real. <laughs> Just totally incompetent. Uh, yeah. Handing out old Halloween candy glasses and bottles of water. <laughs> Fucking um, Werther's original. <laughs> and um, so I went in there to pay money, and like um, the place was just packed. And it's not a big building. Like the, the, the lobby's pretty small. It can't be like 10 by 10 feet. Like it's not very the big. The top of the cherry over there, right? Yeah. Right. And our um, our Sprint store is way bigger, like two or three times that size in terms of like the lobby. Um, and I went in there, and some old lady was just, you know, swearing up a storm because. Uh, she didn't want any sports channels, but it was the only package they had for her or something like it that. It just came included? Yeah. Fuck her. <laughs> and she's like, I don't want this. Psychotic. And she's like, and the channels I do watch are all reruns. And they're like, literally, we can't control that. Like, we don't, we can provide you the channel, but we don't, we don't tell them what to put on the channel. Oh, and she's shit. like, I don't understand why I pay for this service. And I'm like, I can't handle it. You don't have to. We <laughs> have Netflix, Hulu. You can literally buy oh, Matlock on DVD. And she's like, every time it goes to the next thing, it's a rerun. And the lady's like, well, you know, there's like a TV guide that can show you what's going to be next. So, you know, you can be warned about whether or not there's going to be a rerun. She's like, I can't handle this. And she's like, walked out. Fucking insane. Oh, my God. I hate, that's like my number one pet peeve when people take corporate issues out on the dude behind the desk. 
Like, even I've seen you deal with this before. The guy, literally, a guy will come in, he'll, like, curse my name. Like, you're such a fucking piece of shit, you fat motherfucker. And then after he calms down, he's like, I know it's not your fault. Like, the whole time, he's just aggressively berating me. And then he's like, it's not your fault, you fucking faggot. It's not your fault. (laughs) Oh, my God, yeah. No, it's intense. Uh... People, people really lose it. It's it's something, I don't know, I mean, I get that people are spending their money and that they deserve a good product and stuff, but... I mean, there comes a time and a place. Like, yeah, when you're not, you just don't have to be an asshole all the time, you know? Yeah. And you gotta understand that the people that are working, that the people at Sprint or any given place, a retail place, are just, they're just normal people. And, Absolutely. Uh, they're, it's not their objective in the day to fuck you over, like it's, I don't it's care. honestly not. Yeah, we I don't care, care about, about them yeah. in order to fuck you over, honestly. No shit, man. I, I've had problems in my, with myself. I mean, I think I spend too much time on my smartphone, which kind of brings me, I think, this evolution of our technology since we were children. Like, every now and then, watching TV, DVD, all that shit. But now it's like every single thing is reliant on some sort of technology that we have. We can't do shit without... I can't... The other day, I was going to buy a Brita water filter. And I did, like... 10 hours of research on one thing just because I have the research yeah you, you can so you do I mean it's crazy I mean it's definitely the case that like we're using like the evolution of technology like you mentioned is just absurd um, how far it's come I mean you can't even walk into like you know doors anymore doors open for you everywhere you go it's kind of crazy to think that you could just be tracked just because like you know those doors at Walmart have like a tick tracker every time they open up yeah and it's all being tracked you know and it's does it kind of bug you when it doesn't open? Oh, yeah. <laughs> freaks me the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the bathroom the other day, and, like, they didn't have automatic uh, hand dryers. And I'm like, wow, what kind of fucking establishment is this? I think it's I think it's a sign that the times are coming to an end when people don't just automatically reach to flush at the urinal. And, like, even when there's a urinal has a handle and it's very clearly not an automatic flush, they still just walk away without doing anything. Oh, it happens God. all the time. And I see it happening, and I look over it. It's just, I don't know, that irritates me probably more than almost anything else is watching people... A steaming pile of shit because they think the future's gonna hide it for them. Yeah, that's Jesus, dude. I don't know. I think I. Uh, that's kind of why I'm a big proprietor. Is that a good word? Like a uh, believer? Proprietor would be like seller. You're an owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm a, I'm the proprietor of the simulation theory. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I strongly believe in the simulation theory, just because. It since you and I have been alive, if we are. Um, we had Pong when our parents were children or whatever. And then we had PlayStation 1. And when Xbox 360 came around, I remember like telling everybody, like, how the fuck does it get better than this? These are, this is the apex of graphics. Like, it can't get any better. It's gotten better. I played with the HTC Vive. It's like, I can see that becoming indistinguishable from existence, like life. And that's just 30 years of evolution. It's yeah. insane. It is absolutely crazy. I mean, I think you could even do a more wild comparison if you took it just, you know, a few years further back. And I say a few, I mean, like, you know, you take it back to Henry Ford invents the car in, like, 1915 or 1914 up until now. I mean, literally, at 1900, people are using horses to get around everywhere. And in yeah. 100 years, right? So so you think about it from, I don't know well, how that's long. That's one lifespan. Right, yeah. And, I mean, I don't know how long you want to consider, like, humanities have been alive for, but if we take like a classical look at evolution, like 40 to 50,000 years is where like civilization kind of is, 
for yeah. humanity. And um, so for like 40 to 50,000 years, horses, like that's a pretty common thing is like people on horseback, people riding up. And then you hit 1900 and suddenly it's to the moon in 60 years. Yeah, that's the big one. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I guess, you're, I guess you're right. But, you know, I mean, most people wouldn't deny that that technology is available, even if we haven't officially done it technically. We, yeah, but if we don't have a reason to do it. Yeah, but, I mean, it's just absurd to think that how fast everything kind of, everything moved. It's so crazy. Um, what's that saying, the, uh, the mother of technology is necessity? We've come to a point where the mother of technology is convenience. Necessity is not even a problem. Anymore. Oh, yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. Yeah, like... You could totally, we could have survived on horseback, and then we had cars, now we're fucking flying. You can get to another country in a day, or not fucking, how long does it take to get to China from here? Yeah, no, it would take probably, I mean, if you went, I guess, we're in Ohio, so we're like kind of dead center across the exact opposite side of the world from them, yeah. but um, I mean, you're thinking probably, yeah, today, you could get there today. Yeah. Um, Japan's like 20 hours away, but yeah. I, I find it fucking terrifying but I also find it equally interesting that where where is it going to be when we are 80 because our, our parent our grandparents were they were around in the heyday of the car like when it first started right yeah definitely when was when the car 1912 you said 19, I think 1914 is when Henry Ford kind of put up the first Model T yeah, yeah and it didn't catch on until probably 20 years within that 20 years everybody had a car yeah and I, I should quote um, that's probably inaccurate <coughs> but it's right around that area so I'm yeah, sure some, some it's better than what I said. I was going to say like 1300s. That's when the new board was right. <laughs> that was when the wheel was made, right? I'm yeah. sure the car was right after that. Yeah. <laughs> it was like instantaneously. Like, well, we got to figure out something for this. I don't know. I just can't imagine where it goes from here. But I'm really hoping... I, I think drones are badass. Now, could you imagine like your own personal spaceship or like a fucking... Your own personal helicopter? We're, we're on the cusp of that, I feel. I feel like we're close, but I still think that's, that's still like car level. Cause I mean, even in the future, I, I don't know. I like to watch like Star Wars, Star Trek and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. and, and I find it hard to believe that a lot of people are going to be able, like even a thousand years in the future, right? We're doing inter, interstellar travel. It's like other. You think we'll have um, it by then? I'm just saying like as a what if, you know, I, I still find it hard to believe that a lot of people are going to have the access to, to be able to like a spaceship. It, I feel like that's still going to be like jet plane thing you know because i mean like we have access we've had access to flights for a long time now like you know 40 50 years we've had like um very few own planes and almost nobody owns planes yeah you know like i mean no one no one conveniently drives a plane around for their own leisure you know to go to some place like they, they might drive it around you know to crop dust or something like that or they might drive it around because they're you know they're a they're an aviation freak but most people 99% of people don't own a plane or have the ability to drive it anywhere and just land it wherever they want to. Right, so, right. Um, so I think that's pr still a pretty far-flung thing. Um, it's just not practical enough yet. Yeah, you're right. If our our sky would be littered with planes. And you need a runway everywhere you go. You need like you know like a, like a half-mile long Where, runway yeah. for every plane to land, uh, which is just ridiculous. I mean, I guess I don't know how, some, how long a runway small planes need, but... Long enough. Yeah. More than a fucking uh, cul-de-sac. Yeah, exactly. yeah, More than just a regular car. Yeah, it's way more dangerous too. I mean, you think cars are dangerous? Like, aviation is just fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, all the things that can go wrong, and 
landing, all yeah. that shit. I definitely wouldn't want like a 16 or 17 year old getting their flying license and then. You gotta be 30. Yeah. You can <laughs> fly for your country at 18, you gotta be 30 to fly a plane. Nobody's gonna argue with that. They're like, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I don't know. Have you. You've only messed with the Gear VR, haven't you? Um, yeah, Gear VR is basically where my VR technology knowledge stops. Dude. I did. Okay, so I listened to a podcast. Who is it? Damn it. I listened to Duncan Trussell's podcast. He's a big stoner and he fucks around with acid and stuff, but he uh, he believed, he kept talking about virtual reality. He has an HTC Vive. He kept talking about how he would just go home and lose himself into it. And that was after I fucked with the VR. And like, oh, that's cool. Like, you can watch porn and virtual reality, all that shit. But when you put on the Vive, you literally, like, it feels like you're in a different place. It's crazy. Nobody will really understand it until they try it, but that is where it's going. I feel like it's not a gimmick. It's not yeah. like the eye toy. I guess, I guess it just needs a killer app, really, is what it needs. It needs some experience that is going to push it to the point where, I mean, like any game system or any, I guess probably DVD player wouldn't be something similar, but any kind of game system has to have a killer app in order to sell. So, for instance, like the Xbox One had Halo. And that sold systems. Still does. Yeah. Still does. Yeah, I mean, Halo still pushes That's Xbox. the only reason I have an Xbox. <laughs> exactly. Legit. And, you know, every every system has to have its killer app that really pushes its sales. You know, 3DS has its Pokemon, Nintendo. The Nintendo alone has yeah. their games and they won't Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah. Um, so, you know, VR just has to get its, has to get its, its killer app and then it'll be good to go. You know, it just needs something that's going to push sales like crazy. Because, um, you know, most common people like me, I don't... I build computers, like multiple computers I've built, and I, I operate kind of in the high-end market in terms of graphics cards and things like that, but even I find it hard to justify buying a VR system um, just because the killer apps aren't there for it yet. You know, there's gimmicky apps right now, like, oh, you know, Audio Shield's a pretty cool thing, but unless you plan on watching movies on, like, a mountaintop or using it to, like, as, like, your virtual desktop somewhere, you know, there's, there's not a whole lot of functionality that it gives you, and for most people, I think... I mean, you can see the size of this room we're in right now. It's what, like a, this would, like an eight by seven. This would do, but not just probably. barely. Yeah, this yeah, exactly. would just do it, and uh, you'd have to get rid of everything. Yeah, exactly. It, it would just be a computer. And I don't even know if you could fit a desk in here. You know, for sure. For it. Um, it's just not practical for a lot of people. I think, I think it could pick up. I think it, what it might do is revive the arcade scene, which I think would be really cool. Badass. Which is sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, that brings us back to the '80s instantly, and that's cool. Um, which I totally wasn't alive for, but. Yeah, I love yeah, it. aesthetics though. That's, what I heard about. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> what I heard about it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's probably what it'll do more than anything for most people. So, so this is kind of right. I agree with you. What how it's like gimmicky. Like every game, it's like um, demo mode right now. Right. Everything's so basic. Just because I imagine it takes a shit ton of programming to get. Oh, your hand moves here and this moves here. It's not just a, your eyes. It's like every part of you they have to incorporate well yeah and it's not even just your eyes you know it's like the craziest thing I saw when I saw VR that kind of almost sold me on it immediately was some guy playing a first person game and instead of crouching to look under something he just bent over like yes that, that was that is where it's at that blew my mind to think that he could look under a table by just like turning around and you know the camera flips over and everything and he's he just looks under it he doesn't have to crouch like that yes. is such an immersion and that's what that's what everybody wants ultimately they want to forget they're playing a game that's why graphics keep getting better 
I feel like we should have started this shit a long time ago. Like, we had the fucking... What were those things you put up to your eyes and you clicked it and it changed the picture? Yeah. That was VR right there. Why don't we, why don't we just take running with that? Uh, yeah, I think Nintendo tried it with their uh, Virtual Boy, um, but it died. Changed. Yeah, it just it wasn't quality. Um, it gave people headaches because they didn't have it right. You know, it made people sick. Um, it just... They tried it once. It was an utter failure. Um, the graphics, the quality of, like, hardware wasn't there for them, and I think... Everybody got scared of it then. They weren't um, ready for it? They were, no one was ready for it, apparently. Or the technology wasn't there. And it took the Oculus Rift really starting to push that Kickstarter around um, and for, to get into people's heads that the technology was available. And then, you know, Valve pushed the HTC Vive. And, and Valve. And PS4, I think, is where it's probably going to go, honestly. is That's, that's where the most of the users are going to be. Um, for now. But, yeah. yeah. There's a couple things about the PS4 that a lot of people are worried about. Just because... When you're fucking around in the Vive, your hands move, your body moves. When you're PS4, you're pretty stationary, but it's still going to give you an amazing like uh, experience just because if you play a shooter like Titanfall or Call of Duty or whatever the hell you're playing, if you play that with a headset on, you're going to get lost in that for hours, man. Like It's yeah. just going to be totally... I don't know. I, I kind of wish... I don't think games like Titanfall are going to be where VR goes. I think that's... That'd be so cool, though. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how you do something like that, because the biggest problem with VR at the moment is that you can't move around in real life like you do in Titanfall. And if you're swinging your head around that fast, but your feet aren't actually moving, it, it induces motion sickness in a lot of people. Um, it's a really big problem, and so a lot of games actually are on like on rails. Like they're literally, if you're gonna be moving, they'll put you in a ship to move. Like that's why cockpit experiences like a Starfighter or like perfect, like the Battlefront VR um, experience for Sony is like. You've seen that? Yeah, it's a pretty sweet. Star Wars. It puts, yeah, it puts it puts you in um, like an X-wing. In, in space battles. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah and yeah. so like those kind of experiences where it moves with you. Yeah, so it's not you actually having to do physical work, you know, and and that's not gonna that doesn't set off that sickness in your brain that like um, first person games do, or why any game that has you moving around right now doesn't actually have you walking. It's all pushing. clicking. Yeah, you use a a wand. Use a wand to point where you want to go, and you Which teleport a, there. Kind of a pain in the ass. It is a little bit of a pain in the ass, but it kind of gets around people throwing up apparently. So. But if if they do make the technology where it's just like a giant uh, holodeck, uh, really, like what you need, like Star Trek holodeck, which is like this, yeah. this VR room where you just well, get they've lost got it. it. They've already figured that out. So your VR headset, the Vive, they're going to put a battery in it, and then they're going to put it, a Vive. Essentially, they put four cubes in your bedroom or mm -hmm. wherever the fuck you want to play, and it maps out the room. And when you get too close to a wall, it tells you like, dude, you're about to smash your face on this wall. Thank God, they did that, but. <laughs> You can just keep moving those cubes farther and farther out. So what they're doing right now is a football field. And they have four cubes on each corner of the football field. And you just go around with a gun and fight creatures that's inside bad. of the world. Could you imagine that? That'd be super cool. Yeah, that, no, that's awesome. That'd be more fun than a, a theme park. But then again, I mean, that, that brings us back to the fact that it's going to be like an arcade. And it's not going to be like a home user experience. The home user yeah. experience is going to be really... Just PSVR. Yeah, I mean, really, that's probably where it's going to be. The majority of people are going to be using the PSVR because it's, it's more affordable, it's $400, it's half the price of the HTC Vive, and the machine you have to run it is probably about half the price. So, Absolutely. I mean, if you if you want to run the HTC Vive well, you need, basically, a grain. an $800 to, nine, to $900 machine, yeah. like, at least. 
that's what you need. Um, and then the HTC Vive itself and all of its accessories are another $800. So you're looking at, you know, bare minimum 1600 if you want to do it. And if you want to do it well, probably around two grand. Yeah. And you can get into the PSVR for $800. You know, 400 for the PlayStation and then 400 for the VR headset. If, if the games were there, dude, I would go out and buy it right now. Yeah, exactly. I'm with cash. I'm not a baller. I got a credit card. <laughs> but I, I would totally like say, fuck it, do it. But it's just, I don't know where the PSVR is right now as for games. It looks very rudimentary. It's cool that they're going that way. The only good thing about the PSVR right now is that Sony's very hands-on with development of games right now. So they're not letting shitty games get pushed through. All their games are running at like 120 frames per second. They're making sure... They're looking dope. Yeah. Because they do not want to lose this race. Everybody's on board. They're like, we know what the fuck's going on. If Valve is on board, I think that's a good precursor to... To like, yeah, what's what's coming up. Yeah. Yeah, Valve doesn't make too many mistakes. Steam Machine being like the only thing they really fucked up on. I wanted that to work. I was psyched for that. Me and my roommates were like... And the first one they made is still sitting in a Walmart somewhere not being sold, you know? That sucks. Steam Machines didn't go. Because, I mean, Windows PCs are just better. But, yeah, but a Steam machine, can it just not run what your your PC can? Because for average male white guy that makes under $60,000, I thought, ooh, I'll buy this half of a computer and play with my computer friends. No, the, the bad thing about the Steam machine is not its hardware. I mean, it's it's not as powerful as like the cons- like a computer you can build, obviously. But, I mean, there are stepped-up versions of it. The bad thing about the Steam machine is that it runs Linux operating system. Oh shit! So, yeah, that's yeah. the thing that sucks about it. So there's like no games for it. Valve made like, uh, we'll port TF2 and Counter Strike over to it, and people were like, well, fuck that. Those are ten year old games. I don't think I really. They want didn't have that. anything current. Not much. I mean, there's a little bit, but there's not enough games running on Linux OS to make Steam machines a viable console. That would have, dude. That would have pissed me off. Yeah. Because I, I was down to purchase that system. I mean, you could probably dual boot it, but it's really just not worth it. Well, you might as well just buy a, a computer and. Well, Steam is. Typically compatible. I gotta take my hearing aid out. It's busting on. But uh, Steam is typically compatible with controller too, right? Like most of the games, you can actually yeah. pair a PS4 controller. Yeah, and that's what I have right now. You can see I have a PS4 controller plugged in at the moment. So is that what you play with? Yeah. Um, and you can see my mouse. It even controls my mouse. So. Oh, that's. You sweet. can use the touchpad to do it. I mean, it's. Awesome. That's yeah. awesome. What do you play that for? Do you play it on all your computer games? Uh, no, I'm a keyboard and mouse mostly. Um, I use that for some like third person action, like Dark Souls. I'm not a big fan of how the c- controls work on keyboard and mouse. I know some people, people said they hate how Skyrim worked on keyboard they, and mouse. Was that uh, no, yeah. not keyboard and mouse uh, controller? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's definitely a lot of mods for Skyrim uh, for its UI because people hated how it worked out. Which is crazy because it's like top tier gaming right yeah, now. Apparently, yeah. But uh. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's crazy. I, I had a silly idea. Like, if so, with the internet, like back then, if you and your friend argued about the age of a celebrity or something, or uh, like a height or something, it would create a feud between the two of you until one of you got to the library or one of you forgot. <laughs> and, yeah. and now it's just like any issue that you have, click of a button. Like, okay, Google. Yeah, Boom. I know. This is the funny thing is I think a lot of people don't realize that which is weird because like for instance my wife donna she actually gets annoyed with me when we're having an argument and i go to google to search something up. no it's like it's like she wants to have the argument like i, she really I want to go old-fashioned with you yeah. bitch yeah. she's like take the gloves off you asshole like she doesn't want us to go and actually just look up the answer i'm like you would have to argue about it i'll just figure it out like google has all the answers and she's like that down. Like, like she wants to have the old school debate. One of us is going to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. One of us is going to win, and that's going to be me. 
I don't I don't know, man. I think if I the internet is insanely vast. Like back in the day, I mean, if I ever had a silly question, I'd ask Jeeves. Now, anything you can <laughs> possibly... You remember Ask Jeeves? I've never asked Jeeves. Dude, he was a father figure to me. I didn't have a dad. I asked him about everything. The first boner, like, Jeeves, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Jeeves, why'd you leave me? Yeah, where the fuck is Jeeves? But um, I think if an extraterrestrial life force found our internet, they would we'd be fucked. Like, we essentially, like, we have... The Tesseract and Transformers. I don't know what brought that to my mind. I fucking hate those movies. But, like, it's like a cube of life. Essentially, yeah. that's what our internet is. So, if somebody wanted to invade Earth, they could just take Google. Like, any thought that they could have about ex- mankind, they could just Google it. Yeah, I mean, given they could, like, translate and speak our language, yeah, man, the internet is just that's, like a, Yeah. It's all human knowledge just, like, sitting in the vault. Yeah. I mean, not a physical vault, obviously. Is it? There's hard drive somewhere, but yeah. Um, what if extraterrestrial life created the internet for us so they could study us and nobody fucking told us? They just like, like here's the internet, pay forty bucks a month and you can use it, and then we just uploaded everything we are to it. We're like, Pfft. yeah, you know, I think probably more of a military thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um, Not so much extraterrestrial. Yeah. I mean, I that's think, like a super high or a shower thought right there. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, think, I, was, I was stoned in the shower. The thing that terrifies me most about the internet is, um, like, the idea of like what Facebook and everything can do. Like, how much is Ask still a real thing? It is still a real. No it, Jeeves though. No Jeeves. It's just yeah, Ask. Just have to Google search God him. Damn it. But um, I think I made a Facebook post not too long ago that well, I think something I said along the lines was um. I think Facebook has turned us into an opt-in surveillance state, and George Orwell is doing, you know, I think Olympic flips in his grave. Um, I think George Orwell, when he wrote like the book 1984, you know, about, you know, like a surveillance state that watches everything you do. I think he imagined it as being like the government takes over. We let it happen. Yeah, we, no, we beg for we're it. We're like, well, that sounds really cool. You want to videotape me all the time? Yes. Like, yeah, I need like, that. Like, I'll just carry a microphone and a camera in my pocket all the time. Oh my god. Because that's a necessity for me. Like, I, I want to be recorded, right? Like, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about with the cell phone. If your cell phone breaks, how the fuck's the government gonna keep an eye on? Yeah. That? Like, how am I supposed to tell my friends? I'm taking a shit. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out. I need my GPS location on at all times yeah. so someone knows where I am. Absolutely. You know, I need to fucking LinkedIn and everything. This shit, it's getting Far insane. Now. Life. You and I were talking about this. Um, so if you leave Facebook open, and I don't know if this is bullshit or not, I haven't tried it yet, but if you essentially leave your Facebook open and you talk about shit you like, like say you and I talk about, I typically talk about like um, dildos and, and I, <laughs> Just go in depth about my favorite type of dildos, and I check my Facebook. Boom! Like in theory, it'll—it's personalized. Everything's so personalized. If you search the internet for anything, throughout the day, you're going to see it just spew. Yeah. Out. Well, there was a really big controversy actually that came up. Um, like I don't know—is it maybe something like ten years ago when Google first started doing its Gmail? They put in a bot, and what it does is it scans your emails for words. Every email you get, personal email anything it scans all of them um and so that's why when you read an email and your best friend's like hey dude i got these really cool pair of jeans yeah, they're really nice and then you'll see an ad pop up on the right that's like jeans on sale at amazon and you're like is yeah. google reading my emails and google didn't tell anyone at first what it was doing um but it's like well we want to know what people like and what they talk about 
and like but we don't want that Google. We're, we're not sharing this information with anybody. And like I think one of the leaders of Google, I forget his name. Uh, they're like really, Kevin. Yeah, probably not. Um, but <laughs> Jeeves, that's where Jeeves is, dude. He went for Google. Um, one of the like the one of the creators of Google, he is like explaining it to someone, like, like to to a judge, and he's like basically what it is is it's like a robot walks into your home, does an inventory of everything that's in there, and then just leaves and self destructs. And the judge, he thought that was like really comforting. It's like it's not that big of a deal. It kills and the yourself. judge was like, this is horrifying, you know. But, yeah. But it's where we're at, you know. Uh, I think, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's pretty cool. But it's I don't also like it. I, I do like it. I mean, I it's sweet seeing advertisements catered to me. Except for if I'm on a porn site and I see an advertisement catered to me, I'm like, wow, I'm a fucking disgusting <laughs> person. <laughs> I think Futurama got it right. Where there's like, yeah, he goes to sleep and he's having. Um, they put like a microchip in his yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sending you know uh, advertisements. Bachelor to Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's probably where it's going to be. Um, That's what um, the show Black Mirror, it kind of, have you heard of Black Mirror? I, I haven't, think I, actually. Oh, so it's a Netflix show, and it's kind of like Tales from the Crypt, but it's all modern. So it's equal, It's way more terrifying. Like, the day I bought that Amazon Echo, I watched an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> the <laughs> worst life <laughs> choice you've ever done. Yeah, it was silly. It was like, it, it told me why... Buying a home assistant's terrifying. And essentially, it's like they put actual people inside of it, and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Alexa, I will set you free, baby. <laughs> uh, I really want to watch the movie Her. I feel like I should have seen it by now. Did you um, it was one of those artsy-fartsy films. If you want to see a good robot artificial intelligence movie, Ex Machina. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. You like that? Yeah, it's yeah. Oh, man. I love like sci-fi, like modern sci-fi movies. Ex Machina was amazing. Those hot robots are cool. Hot robots? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'll yeah. be honest. I would have macked on her for sure. Um, Interstellar was the tits, too. I like that. I'm a big Matthew McConaughey boy. Well, I mean, I don't know how many times I've sold you or not, but I'm not gay. But if I were, Matthew McConaughey is the kind of guy I'd go after. As a matter of fact, I don't even have to be gay. Matthew McConaughey can put it in me at any time. Yeah, I don't know if I would have sex with him just because I'm not into that, but I think I would just, like... Just spend all of my time with him. <laughs> Watch television with him. He's a cool dude. Smell his sweaty armpits. Yeah, he doesn't wear deodorant. I'm cool with that. I yeah. have no problems with that. Um, have you seen Interstellar? I haven't. So, I feel guilty. Uh, it's a, the whole point of the movie is relativity. The theory of relativity. Mm. And I got so big into relativity after I saw Interstellar. <laughs> like, if, if you would have told like young Corey that he's going to be into relativity for about three weeks he's going to be like that's fucking stupid that's a waste of time dude <laughs> but I did I like studied it I watched hours and hours of shit on relativity and it's so hard to understand <laughs> I, still, I don't I, get it. And I have no idea what it is like I still it's fucking insane and the movie the whole point is like time and it, it felt like I was in the movie theater the, his entire duration of his life in that movie it was a giant movie but I guess how the fuck did Einstein figure out relativity? Like it's a theory, and it's not obviously not proven. But what the fuck? How the? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, honestly, I haven't read enough of Einstein to know exactly how he went and figured it out. But I, I can answer he's a, that. He's a smart he's, fucking guy. Yeah, yeah. He's like a grocery bagger, and now he's Einstein. But um, I wish my life could do that. I wish I could just be something and then suddenly be something else. I think there's a lot of details in the middle of that story you told that. 
No, that's it. That's it. He was, he was bagging he groceries. Was, He's like, God damn, I feel fucking smart. Time should move slower the closer you are to a larger planet. Einstein. He's like, I would have helped the Americans win the Second World War. Yeah. Um, that's why when I fuck up right now, I'm not too upset about it. Because my end story is going to be so cool. They're like, yeah, Corey, uh, he worked at Sprint. He was... He was <laughs> The Into lower you are at the beginning, yeah. the more immaculate It's going to look super cool when I make it. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. Corey had a fetish for fat chicks eating food all the time, <laughs> naked. You know, that old chestnut. <laughs> do you think we're going to, do you think we're going to figure out travel to other planets, Jakey? And if we do, do you think there's life out there, my friend? Uh, man, it's a hard question. I mean, I think... I think it's inevitable that we're gonna get to other planets, provided we don't murder ourselves first, which is always what. Which we're uh, we're on the trail right there, yeah, right? Yeah, we are right about there. Um, it's about time for another extinction event. I think the Trumposaurus Rex is gonna come through and kill us all. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I think if we survive long enough, I think it's it just seems inevitable that we're gonna get to travel to other planets, or at least you know other solar systems, and see what's out there. As for aliens existing, um, man, I don't know. I want. I want to think so. Part I, of me does. I don't fucking care. And I say that as a person who's a Christian. You know, who the Bible mentions almost nothing about alien life. The only way you could interpret alien life is there's like when Elijah gets picked up by angels, essentially, and people interpret that as you know, you know, people like that guy on History Channel, the ancient aliens guy. He's like, well, Great. well, there it is. Yeah, yeah, the guy with the fantastic hair. He's like, that's aliens right there. But you know, That's his shtick. He says that about everything. Very few Christians um, are going to tell you that they believe that there's a potential for, for alien life, or the alien aliens do exist. Um, yeah, absolutely. I The Catholic Church is ready for it, though. They have they have um, statements about what would happen... If they came. If aliens came to Earth. What is it? What I don't know. It? It's... But they have a plan. They're ready. But is it going to be like, we were wrong? <laughs> Change, follow them. The Jews were right. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Uh, no, I don't think the Catholicism is just going to dismantle itself if they find the alien. I'm, I'm sure what they'll do is they'll rework the Bible a bit, um, which is what... Which is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. It's, yeah. it's terrifying, uh, but I think what it also means, it's what every belief system does. And I, when I say belief system, I mean, you know, science does it too. Upon new information, they change the old stuff. You know, yeah. they go back and they have to change it. For a long time, science was pretty sure the earth was flat. And, you know, we beheaded a lot of people because of it. But when we found out, in fact, it was round, we had to go and revise a lot of things. And we revived a lot of people. Yeah, we didn't, we put their heads back on and they didn't and, come back to life. Yeah, um, well, it looks like we were wrong. Yeah, it's another scientific discovery we found out. Can't. The earth is round and we can put your head back on. It'll be fine. <laughs> that, well, that's why I think it's totally... I, I don't want to be offensive with religion shit, but I just think it's totally okay to revise science because if we're wrong, we're wrong. But if a book written like a fucking whenever... What year was that? One. Yeah, it's quite a while ago. In, in if all, we all, revise it now, like, aren't we just adding shit to something that already exists? Well, so what they will say, um, and I'll play devil's advocate advocate for you here. Um, so you're not a Christian at all. You work for the you work for <laughs> Satan. I'll play Christ's advocate here. <laughs> Is uh, they'll say we misinterpreted. Um, God's revelation is what they'll say, and they'll say we now have new information. 
God's not wrong, we were wrong in our understanding of his revelation to us. And so now we have to reinterpret the Bible. We have to reinterpret, um, you know, any of the books associated with it. We have to reinterpret God's message, essentially. Yeah, okay. So they're not, you will very rarely have a Christian come out and say, God was wrong, we found something out. What they'll say is, we misunderstood what God was saying. They'll figure out in places where to maybe put aliens. Where, yeah. where aliens seem like they're coming through the pages. Like, okay, aliens, angels. That's where they were. That's it. That you know. I mean, I wouldn't think that that's actually what would happen. But but you understand my point is that they will. They'll find a way to reinterpret the Bible. Do you think the movie uh, City of Angels would take Nicolas Cage's character and make him an alien instead? <laughs> I don't think that. Do you think? I like that question. Merits a response. <laughs> Do you think we it had Nicolas Cage in it? I think any Nicolas Cage merits a response. No, that's good. I. That's kind of why I like. Uh, Buddhism, though, because they're so open about, like, we don't fucking know. Well, that's the crazy thing about Buddhism is, I mean, depending on the type of Buddhism you go with, um, you know, there's Mahayana Buddhism or Theravada Buddhism, um, but depending on the type you go with, you can be a Buddhist Christian, you can be a Buddhist Hindu, you know, because Buddhism doesn't ask you to subscribe to any particular set of beliefs that are in and of themselves exclusive, you know. I mean, Christianity has it said that there's one God and that you have to believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior in order to make it into heaven. That's a pretty exclusive claim that no other religion is going to be able to tap into, you know? Yeah. You can't be a Christian and a Muslim at the same time because they have too many exclusive claims that conflict. Well, Christianity says, like, how pissed God will be if you worship any other God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, Buddhism doesn't say anything like Which that. Which is a little selfish, I might say. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I'd be pretty pissed off if, like, when I was making The Sims, you know, my Sims characters, if they, they started worshiping, like, a diverse computer playing beside you. Yeah, you're like, what the? F-? You know, especially if there really wasn't anyone. Uh, they don't even hang you. out in your computer anymore. They yeah. just go to your girlfriend's. Like, oh, God damn it. Yeah. I created you. Yeah, you sons of a bitch. Um, yeah, Buddhism doesn't have any really exclusive claims. Uh, for a lot of people, it's a lifestyle choice, which is pretty cool. Um, and it seems like it's pretty healthy. But. I like Buddhism. I, I did some research on it. It's exhausting. I couldn't do it, but I actually like meditation too. I think meditating, I there's a bunch of scientific research on meditation, but there's something about like monitoring your thought process. For me, I'm a very anxious dude. Sexy, but anxious. That's what my album will be called. <laughs> and I, my, my brain just takes ideas and starts running with them. Well, with um, meditation, you can see like where your brain starts to take that idea and starts running with it when you're breathing and you can nip it in the bud. After I practiced for a month, I was like significantly less anxious. And I think uh, they just seem like peaceful people, Buddhist. Yeah, definitely. Um, but that's, I don't know. I, I know you're not saying they're peaceful while others aren't. No, no, yeah, I'm not yeah, dogging yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to just uh, shoot, shoot it all religion and see what, a rebuttal to it is. Yeah, no, I, I think Buddhism is a, it's pretty healthy, honestly. Um, it seems like it's pretty good. I, I think there's a lot of disingenuous Buddhists who are people who just, um, you know, they're really into yoga. Um, and they think like they found God. Through yeah, that. I think what what frustrates me about the Eastern religions as a philosophy major and as a biblical studies major, which makes me sound like a total pretentious prick. Nice, but, sound dope. Yeah, I sound like an idiot. Um, nah. But what frustrates me about Buddhism and about Hinduism is that they don't follow like a traditional Western logic in the way that like Christianity does. Like 
or the way that you know science does even um, Hinduism is totally okay saying the Christian God is real and the Muslim God is real and that Buddha is real Hinduism is okay with that like Hinduism can say that when Christians die they go to Christian heaven when Muslims die they go to Muslim heaven and everybody gets exactly what they want and you know it's like but Christianity makes exclusive claims like Christianity says there's he's it's, there's only one God and, and Hinduism's like yeah well they're right sort of to them yeah, yeah. to them they're right you know that's whatever's fine. right for them is right for them and and so it's like that's very nice that's comforting it's comforting but it's you know it's it's kind of like a moral relativist point of view is where whatever you're into is fine for you whatever I'm into is fine for me there's no truth about anything and I find that hard to accept too. Um, and Buddhism is, a, is similar in the way that they have a lot of, they, they don't follow a traditional Western logic, I should say. Um, I, uh, they're really into contradicting themselves and they're okay with that kind of contradiction. I saw this list of what existence could possibly be. Like, you know, how we were talking about the simulation theory. I, it's kind of transitioning from where you were just at. He essentially shows like this dude took all the ideas of what existence could be and kind of summed them up. So like some people believe that it's just like uh, infinite nothingness and some people believe it's like uh, everybody on earth is in it, like in, in on it like the Truman Show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would be fucking horrible. And then you just like everybody gets together and plans another surprise for a new baby. That would suck. That would suck too, yeah, definitely. Let me see if I can find that. I mean, I'm totally into the idea that everyone else can read minds and that I'm just shouting out ideas in my head all the time and I can't read anybody else's mind. I think that's just part of, like, an ego. Because I, I feel that too, which is very, like, bad for your brain, I feel. Oh, yeah, it's like, well, I was looking at this girl and now she knows it and she knows all the dirty thoughts I thought and I'm a horrible human being. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, my God, this is awful. All I said was she had a sweet ass and now she thinks I'm an asshole. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> And now I can't stop talking about it. Anymore. And now I can't let go of her ass. Oh, I can't find it. I'll look it up later and show you. Um, we didn't really get to talk too much about uh, extraterrestrial. We kind of jolted back into religion. But I think uh, one of my favorite sayings, I think it might have been Carl Sagan. I'm not 100% sure. But somebody said either we have two options. Either there's extraterrestrial life forms or not or we're alone on this planet. And he's like, either one is equally terrifying. Yeah. That, that's a good, like, I think it's smart. That is pretty terrifying. I mean, I think it, it's put one way. Um, and if you watch a Vsauce video, he'll say it. Um, but it's, it was put by somebody that if, if the cosmic telephone rings, do you pick it up? And that's a, that's a way to phrase it and how we... That's a dope way to phrase it. That's metal as shit. Yeah, so basically, if... <laughs> Fuck if yeah, they send out a signal to us and they're like, we're here, and we receive that, do we even respond? I think it would be a bad idea to respond. Right? Like, so that's kind of the idea is like, um, <laughs> the idea is like it's, we don't know how they're going to operate, we're afraid of, you know, afraid of them in some sense. Um, I think that's an interesting discussion is about why we'd be so afraid of them. Um, why is it when most of the time we think about aliens, um, we think about them subjugating us. Well, I'll tell you right now why. If, if we went to another planet and it had life on it, if you saw, like, for example, like, 
a little kid, if you went to a daycare and you saw those little kids, they're aggressive as fuck. I, if I saw that on an extraterrestrial planet, I'd be like, we have to fucking kill these guys. Or if you saw like <laughs> one of their biggest dudes at the gym just screaming, lifting up weights. If we saw that on another planet, I'd be like, we cannot coexist with these people. You have to fucking kill everything on that planet. We need their water. You know, yeah, like I mean, it makes sense why they would need to kill us. We look like assholes. We are assholes. I mean, I think that's fair. Uh, it just it seems to me like there's something in our heads that we think aliens are going to be a particular way. Like they're going to be just like us is essentially. Oh. You know, like they're going to be like us. Like they're going to be like, you know, conquistadors arriving in you know, Latin America for the first time and spreading disease and murdering their way through everything. You know, they're going to be like us, um, you know, Europeans arriving in America and enslaving the Native Americans. They took uh, it. Take, they take over everything. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so it, I think we as humans have an idea of what <laughs> what we've seen it be like when, when a, a new person, an invader, a foreign invader comes in and how they treat those um, who are less equipped. I think we understand that if aliens come to us, we are woefully under-equipped to deal with them. And if they uh, can figure out how to get here. Yeah, I mean, if they can get here, the the vast disparity between their technology and our technology is already just apparent. Pretty relevant, like, yeah. They yeah. already understand. The moment they get here, we're, we're like, fuck. We're so vastly under-equipped to deal with Independence aliens. Independence Day had it wrong. Yeah, no, all of every every movie where, you know, what was it, like Battleship... War of the Worlds. Yeah, all of them have it. Which War of the Worlds had a, a, a neat idea where they couldn't breathe our air. But, motherfucker, they traveled through space and time to get here. I think they would wear a goddamn gas mask. Yeah, you know. like, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> yeah, for real, though, I think that's probably pretty fair. Um, but, yeah, I think that's something that Independence Day, there's, like, battlefields. Battlefield Los Angeles, something like that. Battlefield LA is, like, a movie yeah. where we managed to fight back against them. And it's the most ridiculous thing in the world because... Uh, based upon the technology we have right now, our ability for space travel is so limited. Like, one of our best ideas has been, let's take, like, a really big rocket and put nukes at the bottom of it and use nuclear explosions as a way to speed us through space. How do we prevent yeah, from like, exploding? That seems like a really bad idea. Like, it, we just realized, well, it, it's not a good idea, actually. But, you know, like, <laughs> the but guy that made the theory, like, uh, nah. We're still using rocket fuel, you know? Like, we're using, you know, fossil fuels in a sense. They're synthetic, obviously, but we're using fuels to, like, power us like that. And it's just, it's just not possible, you know? We don't have the kind of technology at the moment to get anywhere relevant. I mean, really, we're struggling to get to Mars, which is, you know, within our own solar system. So any kind of alien that's coming from outside of our own solar system is so vastly over-equipped compared to us that... Yeah, you know, it was, just, we'd be outnumbered, we'd be outgunned and everything. Immediately. I mean, it wouldn't be a fight, you know? I mean, they just EMP the whole Earth and we'd be done. Yeah, <laughs> one it. EMP. Yeah. We have that technology. I mean, like, they could use our own shit. Like, yeah. we'll turn those on. Yeah. <laughs> they have the internet. Um, yeah, I think we're done. I think there's no, no contest at all. Um, I, I don't like... I, the Fermi's Paradox essentially says if there is an intelligent life form, it would have come here by now. But th my argument is... Why can't? Why aren't we the most intelligent right now? Like, we—that's selfish to say. But who's to say we're not? Like, well, I think Fermi's, you have to have an ego when it comes to shit. Not necessarily. I think what Fermi is trying to say is that you know the universe has been around for so long, and it took us, like we mentioned, like forty thousand years to get from you know crawling, you know, basic, very basic humans 
to now. Yeah. So not Dope that long, people. really, yeah. in the span of the universe. Not it's, it's not a grass on a fucking football field. Exactly. Our existence. Not, not a very 4. long time. 4.5 billion years. And so Fermi's trying to say, well, imagine if a species was 100,000 years ahead of us. Where would we be in another 50,000 years? We, we, like, we, I imagine we're pretty far, um, provided we haven't killed ourselves. It's like, okay, but that's not even that much. Imagine if there was 200,000 years ahead of us. Imagine if they were a million years before us. So he's, he's putting in the time span a yeah. lot more than I'm thinking. He's thinking it's not a stretch to say that you know, even a thousand years ahead of a civilization, it's not hard for us to believe we're probably out in the stars somewhere by then. Give them another million years before us, and if they don't kill themselves or wipe themselves out, then they must be everywhere. And to think that the galaxy, or you know, our, our given universe, or our given galaxy is billions of years old. There is hundreds of millions of years there for life to produce somewhere. And it only has to be a few thousand years ahead of us to be vastly ahead of us. And so Fermi is trying to say that there's so much time, it seems like... The... the if possibility like, of us being yeah. ahead is so limited. Yeah, the idea that there's that we're the first is absurd. Quite frankly, from a numbers game, um, so I mean, it's it, possible. So is existing, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, apparently, but he's trying to say most scientists like to think that um, extraterrestrial life is probably pretty common in the universe. Like, but it's so vast. Or? But the fact is, is Fermi's trying to say, well, if it is so common, then where the hell are they? Because they've had millions and millions of years to develop, to spread all across the universe. So if they exist so prevalently like we think they should, because Earth, or, you know, it, it wasn't too bad for conditions to arise on Earth. We made it, so the odds must not be that bad, is what a lot of scientists think. And if that's the case, then where are they? And Jeremy's trying to say, well, they're not here. So either A, it's much harder to create life than we thought it was. Or B, we're the first. I, I don't know. I like to think of it as if I were the creator. Like, what if uh, peace on Earth or peace on a planet is a precursor to extraterrestrial exploration? Like, you know, there's laws of the universe, gravity, uh, the speed of light, all that shit. What if there's morality laws of the universe too? So these guys. Literally, you can't leave your planet just by the laws of nature until you guys get along because there's no way a chunk of you guys can figure out interterrestrial or yeah. interstellar space travel. You guys all have to be on board. You guys all have to be cool. And that would be a pretty cool idea for why aliens would come here and not fuck us up because they, <laughs> they fully advanced to where they can leave their planet. You were so hopeful. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the most optimistic cool. thing I've ever heard in my life. I yeah. Love it. yeah, that's wonderful. Um, yeah, no, I think it's, I, I like the part about moral laws, and that's, as a philosophy major in a biblical uh, I think philosophy would, philosophy would be fun as fuck. I yeah, like yeah, it. it's really fun. It's, um, but moral laws are something that I think a lot of people kind of abandoned, the idea that there are actual moral laws. Well, if there's intelligence, I mean, it has to be there somewhere, you know? Like, if there's, if the creator's intelligent at all, I'd imagine he'd... Or she, God bless, God willing. Uh, they create some kind of book or some kind of something that you have to follow. Yeah, and I mean, I think, and that's why I think most people kind of abandon the idea of it because you know there's a lot of scientists and they're saying, well, if moral laws exist, where are they? You know, um, can't see them, can't feel them. Do you think if uh, not only apes, but say 
the dinosaurs were never taken out and they just kept evolving. Do you think they'd be as intelligent as we are? Or is that thumb like that important? Like, <laughs> do you think they would have fucking got it? Do you well, think no, it's, whoever's it's, the, whoever's number one gets all this cool shit, like thumbs, computers, like, <laughs> do you think they would have been there? Um, I don't know. I think they would have had to have a reason to get there. That's what evolution would say. They would have to, basically the reason we are where we are right now is because we have big brains. We it's made it to evolution by default, by the way. Yeah. It's just, it's a big on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, we had to get big brains. And we had to get big brains because we didn't have big brawn. So the idea is, I mean, from a very simplistic idea of what evolution is, is that we have big brains because we needed them. Like, it was absolutely it was necessary that we yeah. had to be intelligent. A really big T-Rex doesn't have to be all that smart in order to live, to survive. So smaller mammals were able to live and survive because they could outthink. You know, they, they, they had big enough brains to see, for instance, snakes or something like that. You know, they really developed frontal lobes for vision and things. They had really developed brains. It's fucking fascinating. Um, it were T-Rexes. Nice vision, man. Yeah, didn't absolutely need those kind of things. Um, dinosaurs didn't need huge brains because they were you know, so large. Um, we needed that yeah. in order to kind of make it far. And like I said, that's a super simplistic idea of evolution. I'm sure somebody's going to tell me. No, that's wrong, good. I, that's a good base, but I, I just think it's crazy, like, the route we took to evolving. Like, do you think we beat Neanderthals because our brain size, right? I think we beat Neanderthals because um, <laughs> there was more of us. And basically. We outnumbered them. Yeah. You know, we just. We outnumbered them and we took their land from them and we developed we farming just a little bit before them. And, um, I mean, there are. I think. There's some Neanderthal DNA in humanity, um, I think. If I'm honest, I mean, I have the internet right now. I so imagine. I'll look it up. But we, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Some... So you believe in evolution? Oh shit! Yeah, so yeah. You better fucking walk quietly, motherfucker. Wise, no. Um, so yeah, I've mentioned in the podcast now up until this point that I'm pretty clearly a Christian. You're on board. Um, but I will. I think it's pretty hard as a Christian to go ahead and say that there's no such thing as evolution. I think it's pretty difficult to say it's that. It's ignorant, man. Well, so what I can definitely see... No offense. No, so I'll play devil's advocate and just say that, you know, the what science can tell us is actually pretty limited. So in terms of what we can actually prove to be true, and I don't mean like what is true versus what's a theory. I don't mean any of that kind of like semantic stuff. I just mean what science can actually tell us about history is pretty limited. So we can prove in a lab, and Darwin was really good at, at realizing that there's such a thing as, um, you know... Uh, He's also fucking crazy. <laughs> a little bit. But um, he was really good at proving that species have like, you know, micro-evolutions where like they grow. Like for instance, like what we've done to dogs, we breed them natural selection into certain traits. He's good at proving that. What he had yet to prove, and what scientists have yet to be able to like definitively, definitively prove, is that there is ever a change of kinds. So it's not the case that we have proved that it's possible for a dog to change into something that is not a dog. To evolve past dogship or whatever, I don't yeah, know. To, to evolve, to evolve out, of its, out of its kind. Um, it can evolve, evolve within its species to get different traits and things. We just um, haven't been able to monitor it. Well, we don't have enough time, right? Yeah. And so that's scientist problem is that we don't have, we, we haven't been around long enough in 200 years to see that kind of macro evolution. Um, 
and but I think we have it. We have ideas of it on our bodies. Our goosebumps. Those used to be uh, uh, territorial. So if you got scared and an enemy's coming at you, your, your hair on your body is going to stand up to scare them away. Or but we have like traces of us ourselves, micro evolving. I think is that what you're getting at? Like. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I, I don't know enough about a, a lot of it. I won't say that I have tons of knowledge. Um, I'm getting a call right here. Um, you want to take it? Yeah, I probably should. I got to take a pee. Right, hey, guys, we're going to be back. Uh, we're going to be right back with a commercial break. <laughs> 